our good friend Ruth has been invited to get in a fight with a guy named Dice Calendrine, the most show-offy person in this entire building. Everyone is very excited to see this go very terribly, which it probably will. And Dice, who is presently in the ring looking like a heel from WWE Raw, is waiting for Ruth to decide to do the thing. Uh, What are you wearing now, and what are you planning to wear in the ring? Well, because Ruth literally got off of work and then saw the rest of the crew and then went straight from that to the ring, Ruth is still wearing his work clothes minus the apron for uh, Monsieur and Roses. So, yeah, that's just what he's wearing right now. Mm -hmm. And while Dice is waiting, Ruth just very peevishly unbuttons his work shirt and he doesn't speed up, but he also doesn't especially take his time because the more impatient people get, uh, the worse the general atmosphere gets. So he's not shucking the shirt off because that saves time, but just unbuttoning it button by button, just like, uh, <laughs> this idiot. I would like you to give me a one die fortune roll. A one die fortune roll. That is a three. No one's making a big deal about it, but you are obviously aware that there are a handful of people in the audience who are very excited by the idea that you are taking your shirt off. No one's making a big deal about it, but it's obvious that there are people here who think that you are quite exceptional. <laughs> and are <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I imagine that it sucks. But no, at least no one's literally, like, making a scene. So, uh, as a result, he is visibly more irritated. And when he finally shucks off the garment and walks into the ring, he drops the hologram mask that he usually wears to fights down over his face. And I imagine that is where the crowd goes wild. Mm-hmm. They see this mask come over your face and there is like this roar of excitement that fills the room because they know that this is something that you only do when your goal is to cause a great deal of harm. You don't do this for like petty fights and you're just like eager to just like pin someone and leave. They know, like, this is a signal to them that someone here is going to bleed and it's most likely going to be Dice. And they're very excited to see that. And you get into the ring and Dice walks up to you very calmly and puts a hand out for you to shake. Ruth hates him. Yeah. Like, you know that... I imagine this is something that we usually do. You know that it should be a nice gesture, but you also know that in this moment, Dice isn't doing it to to actually be pleasant or sportsmanly. He's doing it specifically because you know that after everything that he's already done, this is going to be very annoying. You also imagine that if you took his hand, he's going to, like, squeeze very hard. Ruth tells him to fuck off. How loud do you say that? 
Ruth says it just quietly enough that Dice can hear it, so it's normal speaking volume, but he's not trying to hide it from other people. He's just not projecting it in a showman-like way. Okay, cool. The audience doesn't hear you say that, so, like, it's just kind of... If they did hear it, they were going to make quite a scene about it. But he just shrugs, steps back to the edge of the cage, and is, like, almost comically getting the attention of the audience, trying to hype up the thing. You have the impression that at any moment, he will just suddenly turn around and attempt to grapple you. Is that yeah, a that's thing a that nice you, thing to do. <laughs> is that a thing that you would like to respond to at all? Yeah. With... Cause as much bodily harm to the guy as possible. <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> so. Ah, I know how this is going to happen. Because you have established that initial goal, I will give you that first move. So I would like you to make, for me, a defy roll. Now, for the audience, I'm just going to specify. Actions in Girl by Moonlight are not as specific or precise as Blaze in the Dark uh, actions are. And this is not an act by, uh, to Girl by Moonlight. That is actually quite rad. It means that we have lots of room to do lots of things in lots of action spaces. So I'm interpreting Defy in this space as the action that one commits when one wants to commit a great deal of brash violence. So with that being said, um, how many dots do you have in Defy? I have one dot in Defy. Nice. I think that your position... Yeah, your position is risky. This is dice. You've dealt with this before. It's going to be tough, but it's not as tough as it usually is. And your effect is standard, because it's dice. Yeah, you know how to deal with this for the most part. Roll 1d6 for me. Let's sure hope this works out great. That's a one. <laughs> okay. Ruth dies. New character. <laughs> oh lord, oh lord, oh lord. I should roll. To um, clarify, this is in response to Dice suddenly turning and attacking Ruth. Yes. Okay. I would like you to give me a one die fortune roll. Okay. That's a six. Jesus Christ. Oh, Lord. Uh, dice look you... is not real, but also dice look is real. You run towards dice with the intention of delivering a presumably brutal first attack. And you are this close to dice, like literally this physically close as Dice is still interacting with the audience as if you are not there, when Dice turns around as if to not face you, as if to spin all the way around you from the back, and then you feel his entire hand wrap around the entire back of your head. Great. Like, the tips of fingers are touching both of your temples. Great. <laughs> and then... He literally throws your head down towards the mat sideways. Like, you, your entire body just leans to the right and you slam against the mat. Normal day for Vermilion Ruth. 
Yes. You are not suffering harm at the moment. Um, <laughs> at the moment. Oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord. You know what? I'm going to I'm going to say that at the moment you are at a level of preparedness that that's not going to do that didn't do stress things to you only because I want to get I want you to have moments to actually resist rather than just suffering great pain. By the way, I have five dots of stress left before I hit eclipse. So, oh yeah, that's that where we're at right now. Mm, <laughs> yes, indeed. So, uh, let's see how that, how let's let's see how well that goes. So, you hit the mat. You are presently dazed, but not hurt, not seriously damaged. You can get up at this moment at any time you wish, or you can do another thing if you'd like to do a thing. Are you prepared to do a thing from like lying down on the on the mat, or are you going? Well, I mean, Ruth instead? would get back up and then just be spewing curses at dice the entire time. To the tune of, you stupid fucking fuck, <laughs> why mm. are you even here? Is this a thing that you've done in a fight with dice in a cage match before? Have people heard you respond simply by just, like, spewing expletives? Only with dice. Yeah, that riles the crowd up a great deal. The crowd is, like, unnecessarily excited about how mad you are, and whether <laughs> that means that you're probably going to kill him this time. <laughs> So you get up, and now I would like you to resist a consequence. Oh, Jesus. Yes, so this is a physical consequence, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank God. <laughs> That's the one I have the most dots in. <laughs> that would be sun. How many dots do you have in that attribute? I have two dots overall, so I get two dice. Two d6. That is a... I think a, a five, five and, a one. and a one. You suffer one stress. Fantastic. As you get up, and the very first thing that you encounter upon getting up is a clothesline. It would have put you all the way back on the mat, but instead you just kind of stand there, your like the muscles right beneath your chin and right at the base of the front of your neck, just kind of gripping his arm against your body as you're just glaring at him and continuing to curse. You can respond in this moment with a physical action if you would like to work. Would you like to defy again? First of all, I would just like to clarify, is is Dice's behavior so far pretty on par with their usual matches, or is there something off about Dice currently? Dice seems to be showing off. You're accustomed to Dice showing off. Okay. But you're accustomed to Dice showing off for the audience. And at the moment, it feels like Dice is showing off for you. You have no idea why. Ruth hates that so much. Yeah, you're not sure in this... You're not sure in this moment if this is... Dice trying even harder to annoy you in the hopes that you'd get even angrier and do more harm to him, or if there's some other reason. Okay. It's like, this has never happened before, and he's never needed to compel you to be brutal. So, like, you have no idea what this is about, but it's making you very angry. You kind of do want to commit serious bodily harm. You do know in this this match, though, that even though no one will stop you because 
what what's Nico going to do? He can't fight. But there are rules. Like you're, there are things you're not supposed to do here, and if you do them, you will be disqualified. The realm of punishment is very, very low. Like, no one's ever going to stop you from coming back again. But you will be severely judged, and there will be people who will never want to fight with you as a result. So, you know, like, you can't take an eye out, you can't stab him. But if you wanted to, if you wanted to, like, legitimately grapple an arm off of his body, people will allow it. They'll be very curious, but people will allow it. So, with that being said, is there a thing that you'd like to do? Short Um, of breaking the rules. (laughs) <laughs> well, no, I think we're not quite at the realm of breaking the rules yet. I think Ruth, by and large, would only break the rules if he was genuinely in fear of his life. Mm-hmm. So, like, if it w- was at the point of, I need to, like, permanently injure this person in order to, like, save my neck. But right now, this is still within the bounds of normal behavior, even though it does seem a little peculiar. For now, I'll say he rolls defy again. As he says, the fuck are you on about? I'm not quite sure. I guess in this position, I think he would basically do (laughs) the equivalent of disengaging and then going at Dice again. Because right now in this position, like, Dice's arm is between him and Dice. So it's not, like, the best vantage point. Mm -hmm. Okay, so give me another uh, defy roll. Your position is... Risky. Mm-hmm. And your effect is standard. Okay. E- Rolling. That's a one again. Holy fuck. Oh god. What is the physical action that you were trying to do? I think the first step would be stepping away from dice to get room. And then stepping back in to hit him in some way. Whichever, like, fits what you have in mind best. Okay, for the one, I'll say this is hilarious. Oh, great. You release, your your neck muscles release Dice's arm. You step back. Dice steps forward. Because Dice is taller than you. Oh, no. (laughs) One stride from Dice is close enough to be inches away from you. I hate this. You are briefly like, this sucks, but this is also good striking position. So you swipe at his head, and he leans back such that you are still mere inches away from the front of his head as you swipe. And then he just straightens up right again to like face right in front of you. And give me... Uh-oh. Give me another resistance roll. But... I will give you uh-huh. plus one die. Okay, so 3d6. But Ooh. it looks like a one, a one, and a six. Yeah, six, one, one. Nice. Cool. At the moment, you do not gain any stress. Okay. Which, for this context, I will say, give me another defy roll. Your position is controlled. Your effect is standard. Okay, so another defy roll. Yes. Okay, so that is one dice. That's a five this time. Cool. In that moment, you notice that dice brings his hand down on the top of your head, as if to patronizingly pat you on the top of the head. Disgusting. You catch his hand before it collides with the top of your head, 
What would you like to do with his hand? I'd like to break his wrist. <laughs> uh, or yeah. break something. Um, Not necessarily his wrist, just something in the hand, arm, body area. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't know physically what the comparative stances are, so whichever is simplest. I will, say, I will say in this moment, you actively sprain his wrist. He steps back. It does not look like he is in a lot of pain. He actually looks tremendously pleased. Um, Disgusting. And he steps back, looks at this, like, obviously pained hand, and then puts it behind his back. Oh, Ruth hates him. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I would like you to give me now a two-die fortune roll. A two-die fortune roll. That is a five and a five. Nice. Cool. I will note for the crowd that when Dice dramatically puts his hand behind his back, Ruth's like entire body just kind of goes, why are you the way that you are? <laughs> just like completely and utterly exasperated just 1000% every day we fly further from god's life because you are like this right a series of things happen in this in this precise moment all of which are very interesting and very cool one when he puts uh his hand behind his back you hear the entire audience go Ooh, like obviously making a big deal about this obvious attempt at showboating. And it is in that moment that you also notice that considerably far away, but maybe getting closer or maybe getting further away, you can hear what is undeniably the sound of police sirens. Oh, great. I would like you to mark a four clock. The cops. Take it once. A four o'clock. The cops. Two. When you are having that thought, you are having that thought purely internally. You are not saying anything to Dice. But one, yeah. Dice knows you. Dice has gone through this before with you. Mm -hmm. And says, almost as if reading your mind, I mean, I'm a different guy today. I enjoy this kind of stuff. But this isn't a fight tonight. This is kind of a test. Is that all he says? Yeah, that's all he says. Ruth says, are you fucking serious? And attacks him. <laughs> okay, give me another defy. <laughs> that's a plus. Uh, that's a one die fortune roll. Ruth will mention the cops later. By the way, just... As a note, does Ruth notice anybody else notice, or more specifically, Dice notice that there are police sirens? Nico is nervous, but Nico is also always nervous. The audience okay. seems totally fixated on you, and Dice is obviously totally fixated on you. Also, okay. you have no reason to believe. You have no reason to believe yet that the cops are coming. You are just being incredibly cautious at the moment because mm -hmm. you do know well, that if Ruth they do arrive while you're irritated. still, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you already don't. You've already had a terrible interaction with the cops, but you also know that yeah. if the cops raid this place while you're still present, they're going to be very, very cruel to anybody here who looks like a fighter. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, given that in mind, rolling my one point in defy, whoop-de-doo. Mm -hmm. 
That's a four. Okay, what were you trying to do in this moment? Break Dice's fucking face. Okay, cool. Don't um, look so excited, Yuri. I mean, it's Dice. We all we all just swooned, sorry. Even Dice is kind of excited by this. That is gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Says Ruth. I think it's great. <laughs> Intricate rituals! Yeah. You hit him, like, square in the face, like, just a little off from the nose. And there is, a, you don't hear anything, but there is a point at which it feels to you that a part of his face that should be hard has softened. And that is a very encouraging feeling to you. Ruth feels better. Dice steps back, like stumbles back in the face of that blow, and is grinning. You can see blood uh, on like the front of the right side of his teeth. Um, give me another two die fortune roll. A two-die fortune roll. That is a two and a four, I believe. Cool. Tick the cop's clock two more times. You can oh, hear man. the sirens obviously getting closer. Does it seem like they're coming here? It does seem like they're at least getting close to where you are. Okay. At this point, you can obviously notice Nico is still obviously always nervous, but it does seem like he is more nervous now than he typically is nervous, um, which is a feat for Nico. Dice is going to do a thing. I would like you to roll to resist. Oh, Lord. Uh, plus one die again. Plus one die to resist. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord, oh, Lord, oh, Lord. That is a five, a five, and a four. Cool. You take one stress. Dice very quickly rushes towards you and then very suddenly pivots to the point where he is beside and behind you and grasps both of your hands behind your back. Oh, no, I need those to hit you. One, you know... In this moment, that a thing that Dice likes to do, and only does to people that he knows can take it in a fight very early, is to just, like, bomb them into the mat immediately from this position. A thing that for weaker combatants would very, very much hurt. But you've, like, taken this on the chin before, it's just very annoying... And obviously Shoboti because, like, he's very flashy about the thing. But also in this moment, Dice whispers something to you, like, as he is this close. And says, this is an audition for a thing, and I think that you're gonna really dig it if you manage to do better than that one weak, cheap shot. Ruth is so mad. (laughs) Ruth is so mad. I guarantee you, I've discovered a thing that's going to make you happier than you may have ever been. But you're going to have to prove to me that you can take this. And now is about to do the thing. But first, give me a two-die fortune roll. Two-die fortune roll. That is, I think, a three and a five. Cool, a three and a five. Mm-hmm. You sense physically that 
Dice's uh, center of gravity is changing to the point where he is about to do the thing. But before he can lift his feet, wee wee wee, you hear four separate police cars pull out very very close to the uh, to the apartment building. You hear Nico go, "Shit, I this isn't it." I thought we paid these guys off for the other for another hour and a half, and takes the sledgehammer, strikes the bell again so hard that it crashes into its cons- the constituent pieces, and everybody starts scattering. Dice does not let you go. You can see dozens of people rushing past this cage, but Dice is still. Dice's head is still this close from your head. Your arms are still pinned behind you. You can see the door, but you don't see anybody enter yet. You are hearing a lot of shouting from the outside. But right now, it's just you and Dice in this cage, in this swiftly emptying up, uh, a warehouse building, waiting to figure out what happens next. At this point, Ruth's only concern is getting out mm-hmm. um, and uh, not being beaten to death by the police because that sucks. <laughs> so, you know, when you pick up a really, really angry animal that's mm-hmm. smaller than you and it's just trying to get away from you, it's not trying to actively cause harm, but it's just trying to get away. And because of that, it causes you a lot of harm. Mm-hmm. So Ruth tries to get away from him slash break his hold very, very violently, mm-hmm. but not with the intent to hurt him, just to GTFO, so to speak. Okay. Um, if that means breaking Dice's broken nose again with the back of his head, yes, he will do that. <laughs> I would like you to give me another defy roll. Okay. May I use Reckless? Because Ruth is desperate at this point to basically get away. Okay, um, can you remind us you, what Reckless does? Uh, Reckless is an ability of the outsider. Uh, when you make a desperate roll, you may choose to get plus 1d for the roll if you also take minus 1d to any resistance rolls against consequences from your action. Okay, works so for me. So this entirely depends on whether you would rule that Ruth doing this counts as a desperate roll. Oh yeah, definitely this is desperate. Also, I will tell you in this moment that I do have a poison promise for you, if you'd like an oh, extra die. We do love that. What is it? Based on everything that you have learned already, you mm-hmm. have reason to believe that Dice is being perfectly earnest with you when he says that this is an audition of some sort, and that he is genuinely pleased to see you be successful at a thing. You have no idea what the thing is yet, but you do have reason to believe at the moment that the thing that he wants you to do is win the fight. If you win this fight, there will be a future dice consequence, a, a personal future dice consequence at a later date regarding future fights with dice. Oh, great. I think Ruth would take that, because right now he's just trying to get away. He yeah. doesn't really care about the future, he just wants to get away. Mm-hmm. 
Cool. Because that's the most important thing right now. Duly noted. You might have to deal with fighting dice on a regular basis now. I'm sorry. Well, Ruth wants to murder him anyway, so it's fine. Noted. So yeah, that means that you're rolling 3d6. Okay, so 3d6. Dice gods, please. That's a 4, a 4, and a 1, I think. Yes, a 4, a 4, and a 1. 4 is good enough. You slam your head against his kind of, like, not, it wasn't broken from the punch, but it's broken now, and he does step back in a daze. He doesn't really let go of you, but now you have the opportunity to free your arms as he is mildly shocked. And that's when you hear, as, like, as you are, like, turning to, like, figure out what, what your next move in the ring is. That's when you hear cops start moving towards the door. Dice puts his hands up just as you turn to him and says, I guess maybe another time then? That starts stepping back rapidly out of the cage. Not running, kind of like dancing out of the cage. Very annoyingly. And just as he steps out of the cage, he's like, I hope that we uh, check on each other again very soon. I do have an opportunity that's going to blow your mind. And I would say that the moment uh, Ruth got free, Ruth was just bolting for the door. So there's this kind of hilarious mismatch of Tice taking his time and Ruth just peeling yeah. out of there. He grabs his shirt off the floor and is just like, I don't care what Dice has to say. I am leaving. Mm-hmm. Dice is speaking to you dramatically in this moment, as if to as if uh, he permanently has your attention. Meanwhile, you're already taking off past him. <laughs> yeah. You get out of yeah. the back door. Immediately coming out of the back door, you see a guy in a fedora and a very dark jacket and dirty black trousers, like kneeling in the alley outside the warehouse, unconscious. It is too dark in the alley for you to make out much details about his face, but if you were to respond any further, it would require you to take an action precisely because at this point, you're also kind of deciding whether you want to carry a body while being pursued by the police or leave this man to his own devices. Yeah, I think at this point, given the general atmosphere, uh, being really peeved that Dice is being a fuckwad and still just taking his time about being arrested, Ruth is just going to continue running as he's switching off the hologram and just kind of yanking his shirt on in, like, reverse Superman. Mm -hmm. So, I will remind you, unfortunately, as a consequence, because you came in through the front, your bike will still be here when you take off. The theme music for Speculate is Yellow Wood by Greg's band The Road. Find out more at www.thebandtheroad.com.
Hi everyone. If you've enjoyed what we've been doing here on Speculate and you've been thinking to yourself, where can I get more role-playing in my life? Can I recommend arvaneleron.com, A-R-V-A-N-E-L-E-R-O-N.com, where you can check out the Curse of Strahd podcast. This, set in the world of Ravenloft, is a Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition campaign, which has been running for a long time with a similar group of players, and which has been both a lot of fun and I think you will find enjoyable. If you like it, please let us know both there and over here. You can subscribe to it on iTunes, Google Play Podcasts, and many other fine podcast providers. Thanks, and we'll see you over there.